Guys, this is Matt Donald from the future, from the year 2070. I'm 79 years old. I know I don't sound it, but look, healthcare got really, really great in the future. But you know what didn't get great? Everything else. A nuclear war. Countries hate each other even more than they do now. Wealth inequality is up the wazoo. People are starving. Global warming has become global. Holy crap, it's really hot-ing. Oh, it's terrible. But the consensus is that it's the way it is now, because in this version of the future, not enough people subscribe to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. Well, I've come back to try and fix that future from ever happening again, so if you like your future to be, you know, pretty good, like not great, but better than this, then subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwit and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content... We discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Paraworld, a really obscure but really fun real-time strategy game from back in the day that has dinosaurs and people riding dinosaurs and robots and pirates and samurai and guns. It's been described as Dinotopia meets Warcraft, and that's quite an apt description, I'd say. Link is in the description for you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a lovely day. Sign up to the Patreon. Do it for the future! Now I gotta go back, before the time police catch me! Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast more full of hot air than the Carboniferous period. (laughs) My name's Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by big-time published author in terms of short stories and other stuff, and... Well, I don't know if I'd say big time, but I'm, big I'm time, getting Big time, way more successful than I am in that front. It's Stephen Kerr. I, how, well, you're too <laughs> kind, but hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. So how, happy to be here. How's the big author celebrity life treating you? Oh, haha, yes. No, no, <laughs> no, I mean, okay, as of now, I have a grand total of eight, no, nine stories published or forthcoming. Most of them are online and... Like, I didn't get paid for any of them. They're really dinky. Uh, okay. So, I mean, I'm not, I am certainly okay. not. If there's no JK money involved, Rowling. then I guess it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> they're, I, they're what, some of them are what you call for the love publications. Yes. Like, you're doing it just for the credential. Yeah. Well, which is good. That's still good, too. Yeah. 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 yeah but no, I, it's, I feel like that's how I'm doing it sometimes, even though I have made some money off my books. I mean, so. I have made actually far more money off of my sci- uh, science fiction haiku. I get like a dollar a poem that Whoa. I publish. So, Whoa! Yeah, that's so cool. I need to publish some haikus. You could. I'll be happy to help you with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I, I'm. I've got the the formula of haikus down pat. The problem is the um, feel. It's it's haiku. Haiku is single and Oh, you're right. I've but, got the yeah. formula of haiku down <laughs> pat. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an English major, not a Japanese major. <laughs> so. Okay. But anyhow. And speaking. Of, okay, so here's the dinosaur related question then for you. Come up with a dinosaur haiku right now. Jurassic Sun, Akentrosaurus, mud wallowing. Good job. Thank you. Here's one. Then one day I found 
a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He then ate me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so you know, modern haiku, modern English haiku doesn't have to stick to the five seven five. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I noticed yours was a little bit right, shorter. Right. So I mean, you went more classic. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah. Just, you see, I'm, I'm in the mainstream. You know, you see, pleb in, for, haiku. in fourth grade, they lied to you. It doesn't have to be five seven five. What? No. So it can be whatever, though. Right? It, it can, can be, be. I mean, shorter is better, but it's just that it's hard. 575 is strictly how it is in Japanese, mm. and it's hard to capture the simplicity in English. So yeah, yours was 464? What, what was, was it? I don't know. I'll have uh, to go back Jurassic to Jam? That's <laughs> Jurassic something. Jurassic Sun. Jurassic Sun. A Kentrosaurus mud wallowing. A Kentrosaurus would be five, and then mud wallowing. So mine was... 454. 354. Jurassic Sun. Jur- four five four. No, you're right. Four yeah, five four. So, I can't. Okay. No, you're damn haiku, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we we both got our haikus down. The haiku down. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get graded on them shortly. So that's good. Uh, no pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. Uh, otherwise, they'll send the Terminator pig against us. And speaking of which. We're talking about Deodon, which is in a group of animals sometimes called the Hell Pigs or the Terminator Pigs, for real. Uh-huh. It absolutely will not stop. No. <laughs> it, do not go with it if you want to live. No, exactly. Go, it will kill you. It will find <laughs> it you. It will terminate it's you. Good thing Skynet didn't get a hold of these things, because that would just be horrible. Well, I don't know. I mean, the Terminators <laughs> had, like, rocket launchers and nukes, you know. You this ima- doesn't have that. <laughs> imagine one of these with rocket launchers and nukes, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, can, I can sort of imagine it with rocket launchers, like someone puts a rocket artillery thing on its back. Yeah, that would work. Well, I cannot imagine it with a nuke. <laughs> how, about, how about laser eyes? Okay, yes. Can it, can it meld through bars like a... I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, like the liquid metal sort of thing. What it does mean, though, is hostile tooth. Uh, Fitting. Yes, type is an intelodont, which is an extinct group of large pig-like mammals that I said before, sometimes called hell pigs or terminator pigs. Uh, size 7 to 9 feet slash 2.25 to 3 meters long. 660 to 880 pounds or 300 to 400 kilograms. Mm-hmm. So a big, scary pig. It'll definitely win you the prize at the fair. You said Teledont? Intelodont. Okay, I thought I, I, I read Intelodont, but I thought you said Teledont. So I was like, wait a minute. No. I, I might have said type. It is an, an Intelodont. Or okay. It no. is, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I talk so fast, sometimes I miss syllables. I'm 31. I think my hearing is already starting to go. I'm turning 30 <laughs> in less than a month. Uh-oh. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Actually, by the time this episode comes out, my 30th birthday will have long been passed. Oh, that's still so exciting. You know, I remember when I turned 30, it was like a big, it was a little bit of shock to me, but you know, it's fine. Uh, it's I, not I've that been calling 30. up my mom with cold sweats like I'm not ready. <laughs> 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 All my Facebook friends are getting married and having babies. Well, I'm not married yet either. So no, I know it's not a competition. <laughs> so I'm just saying you're not alone. <laughs> of course, I'm not married or have babies. I, look at this podcast I have. <laughs> like so, <laughs> real virgin energy here. Anyways, I think my father would call this podcast birth control. Uh, I would also call it that. <laughs> I would get a vasectomy, but I'm assuming it's redundant. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Anyways, diet for Diodon. It's an omnivore, like most pigs. It'll eat pretty much anything. 
Uh, time mid-Oligocene to early Miocene, 29 to 19 million years ago. So quite a range. 10 million years is not bad for a single genus. That's a very good long run. Yeah, uh, it really is. Uh, location, North America, right here. Exactly. In fact, uh, well, we'll get to it here, but it was described in 1878. Uh, pop culture appearances, an episode of the Discovery Channel documentary series Monsters Resurrected features one. Mm. Also, Ark Survival Evolved has one. Apparently, it was also in Walking with Beasts. Oh, that is, uh, and that would not be Diodon because that episode took place in Asia, in Mongolia. Oh. So that would probably be another type of intelodont called Archaeotherium. Oh, uh, so that was like a cousin or something. Yeah, it was a cousin. Okay. My bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, they they didn't name it though. They called it Intelodont, so Got- rather than. Give me a specific genus. I did this last time with the other one. I keep referencing a a similar creature that's not it. (laughs) That's okay. That's what I'm here for, to correct you. Oh, well, there we go. (laughs) That's why I have so many friends, because I like to correct people. (laughs) They love it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, um, for those who don't know, we're... uh, We're Denver-based. We're Denver-based. We are from Colorado. Yes. And, um... We grew up with this creature. Yes, because you walk through the prehistoric journey part of Denver Museum of Nature and Science. You go to this nice little room with a diorama in it, and you see this thing opening its big stinky maw at you. And it grumbles. It gra- Yeah, it grumbles. It growls. It's like a... It's creepy. Like, you know, when you're six years old and you walk through the museum, you see that thing staring at you. It's a little more than a little intimidating. And, and yeah, it's, this isn't bones either. This is like a model. Right. So I actually have the exact picture of that in my mammal book. Yeah. Well, it must I, be pretty famous here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that exhibit, though. I like, of course I do. Why wouldn't I? But I, every it's time a, I go to the Denver Museum, I always go through that. And most of the time when I'm going through, I usually discover something new, too. Like Same here. Because sometimes I like to skim when I go through it, but sometimes I really want to keep it in, get it all in. Exactly. Like, soak it all in. And find the little elf in the background of the painting with the sticky mullock. Is that the one that's in? It's in the sticky mullock room, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) What's it doing there? I don't know. No, I know. It's an in-joke for the... Yeah, for, for the, the for those museum. Who, for those who don't know, in the Museum of Nature and Science, all throughout the museum, there are little elves painted in various art places, and they usually have a little gnome hat too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So these they're, aren't like Tolkien elves; these are like no, they're like little Santa elves or something. Yeah, so. there, there's at least one in the uh, prehistoric journey that I know of. Yep, it's checking out, it's creeping on those sticky mollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it's it makes quite an impression at the museum though when you see this thing like like I said no skeleton it's got like realistic model with skin and fur, so it looks pretty cool. In real life, it would have made quite an impression too, as it was the biggest of the intelodonts and a tough bully of a creature that would have eaten plants, meat, carrion, maybe fish if it wanted to. Seriously, this thing could have eaten anything. It probably would have been just fine in the alleyways of a modern city. Anything smaller than it was not safe. No, exactly. <laughs> it was in a modern city. Lock up your pets. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I have a hard enough time dealing with coyotes. I don't want one of these things barreling through the backyard at night. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, coyotes, they can just leap over your fences. Here, they would just plow right just through. plow through it. <laughs> I think so. Oh, my. Uh, Goodness gracious. You know, I don't eat pork anymore, but can you imagine how much bacon you'd get from this thing? Oh, so much bacon. Would it be, I feel like it wouldn't be that good of a bacon, though. Like, I feel like it's, since it's a real wild animal rather than, like, a pig, which is specifically uh, meant to, like, raise the meat a certain way to make it a certain taste, mm. I feel like it'd be all rusty and, like, 
like it would be polygamy yeah i've had elk it's something's weird about it you know another way to ruin the songs we were taught as children you know the uh this little piggy went all that stuff you know that's about how you prepare the pigs for slaughter really (laughs) this little piggy went to market this little piggy stayed home this little piggy had roast beef which is a thing you feed it when it to give it a certain type of meat and this little piggy had none and this little the worst one of all is this little piggy went wee 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 all the way home I thought that was just some stupid nursery rhyme that you always think that but no damn it yeah (laughs) wee 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 all the way home i.e. we didn't quite kill it it's like rockabye baby yeah or spring around the rosy spring (laughs) around the rosy yeah 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 why are we taught these things as kids? I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, Ring Around the Rosie comes from the Dark Ages. Or it's, yeah, it's about bubonic, smallpox. Yeah, so. the bubonic plague or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, so. Ugh. And then Rockabye Baby is just a very bizarre yeah. song. Like you don't a, a baby dies. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, very, it sounds very cute until you actually analyze it. In ninth grade, my teacher walked us through the lyrics, and we were all like, what? <laughs> the poor baby. <laughs> yeah, my sister uh, has a baby now who's just now a year old uh and we know she's getting to the point where she's responding to a lot of those songs we do itsy bitsy spider that one's fine the spider doesn't die right he get he gets washed out and then he keeps climbs back up he's yeah a, he's a he pr- does, he's determined he doesn't know? give up <laughs> no exactly be like the spider <laughs> <laughs> i like it <laughs> okay yeah so that that pig one is just it's brutal man especially the wee 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 on the way home <laughs> uh, i'm never going to look at that the same way again what have you done i it wasn't me it was the stupid people who wrote the song like, like, uh. Ugh. well <laughs> I, I yeah it, it was me for ruining it for you though you could have just lived in ignorant <laughs> bliss the whole time <laughs> as i did until i knew the truth anyway so. so didn't they find this guy in wyoming or yeah they found him in places like that um south dakota probably too like in Colorado, um, its teeth, uh, Diodon's teeth, are unlike any other living animal, with mm. large canine and molars that are heavily enameled, whatever that means. <laughs> enameled. Enameled. Means they have extra enamel. Oh, well, what is enamel? It's the outer coating of your tooth. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's what okay. protects your tooth. See, this is why I bring you along. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like, what's enamel? I don't know. What's enamel with you? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess they had extra coat uh, coating. Yes. Um, well, that would, in theory, make its teeth a bit more resistant to plaque buildup, which right. is helpful when you're a pig that eats anything yeah, you can get a, your, hand, your mouth on. Yeah, you're a wild animal. You don't exactly brush your teeth. So. Uh-uh. Uh, unlike other predators, it had no blades or notches for slicing meat, yet it could make up for this with its enormous head and jaw strength, allowing them to crush and swallow huge chunks of fresh meat as well as any predator. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> like, interestingly, its temporal muscles were enormous as adults, but normal-sized in juveniles. Huh. Which uh, suggests their extraordinary jaw strength were used for adult social behavior, such as fighting for territory rather than for eating. Oh, interesting. So they would bite each other. Yes, they would They would grasp each other's jaws and bite around each other like hippos sometimes do, which sounds real mean if you ask me. Leave each other alone, I say. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. That would be a really big thing. That would be a sight to see yeah. with these two, you know, giant jaws snapping at each other on the savanna. Well, they, the relative of that in Walking with Beasts, they did show a scene with that. So. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Like, you see the remains of the other one's face afterwards. And a lot of blood and gashes. Ugh. Ugh, it's no fun. Nope. Rude. 
Nope. Stop it. <laughs> Guys, stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, what else you got in there? I'm just looking here. So, as you said, it, so they call them Hell Pigs, Terminator Pigs, and Killer Pigs, apparently. Uh, a lot of mean names. Yeah, yeah. There isn't so much in this book specifically about this species, but it talks about their, uh, the family in general. They had large heads with blunt, rounded cusps on their cheeks Ooh. and big canine tusks. So, yes. you know, I've always noticed that. They had these big bony knobs on the side of their head. Which, I don't really know. Weird. Like, those, like, that seems like a thing that we would normally not see in the living animal. Yeah. Because you, I've been told this before to ruin another thing for you. I've been aware of the concept of shrink wrapping in uh, most paleo arts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where it just totally... Yeah. Like the hippo, for example. Yeah. Like, it, you show they show the hippo skull, and then they show, like, an artist representation. It looks like this scary Lord of the Rings monster. Right. And then they show the actual hippo, and it has this big pudgy face. Yeah, I've seen a lot of memes for that. <laughs> My favorite one is, like... Uh, the, the the skull and it shows the skull uh, the, the artist depiction it shows I think one of those hyena things in uh, Avatar mm. the little ones and it says like the animal and it's like a little gerbil with like stuffing something up its cheeks <laughs> <laughs> it could you know that's a good point like so maybe its skull was matted a bit more with fur or with muscle or fat yeah or to, something. to hide that yeah yeah, yeah. so it, I mean um, that's what I th- I mean like dinosaurs do that all the time. Like, how many times have you seen a T-Rex in a movie where you can totally see the indent of on its skull? Oh, that's another good point. Yeah. You're it wouldn't have that. That's probably a not. very starved T-Rex if you could see the shape of its skull. And look, it's... At a, look at a normal lizard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> My favorite variant of it, though, is this is one where it's exactly right, though. It's like, it sh- here, this is the... Uh, so this here's the skull and it shows the skull. Here is the artist's depiction of the animal and it's a crocodile. And it says the animal and it's a crocodile. Because <laughs> 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 that one's kind of hard to mess up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyways, uh that's all I've got on this here about Diodon. You got anything else? I have that they first appeared in uh, the late Middle Eocene in China, its cousins anyway. The intelligence, the, the intelligence in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the features that place intelligence close to other suoids on recent, what is that? Phylogeny. Ah, uh, yes, it's about taxonomy. Phylogenies are primitive features of the teeth and skeleton, or features that could have evolved. By convergent evolution. Ah, yes. I love convergent evolution. Convergent evolution is so cool. Such a weird concept. Why do an ichthyosaur and a dolphin and a shark look so similar despite having completely different relations because of convergent evolution? Exactly. They just all took on very similar traits. Yes. Little by little. So apparently... Which is why, like... Oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, like, something similar happened here with the skeletal design of these intelligence. Right. Well, it's like, that's why I kind of, like... Wonder, because some scientists, like I've seen Neil deGrasse Tyson say this about aliens, that like when we find aliens, they'll look completely different because they're from a completely different lineage. And I'm like, is that necessarily true? Possibly. Like, I, like st- the the design, maybe for sure. But like someone pointed out to me that like I've seen a YouTube video about this, where like if you look at a dog and an ant, they look pretty different like obviously but they both have a head at the front a digestive system that goes from front to back symmetrical legs 
uh, and segmented body, like that, like the, like divide, not not so like a dog, but like just divided into parts. Right. If you look at the ants, if you look at the last common ancestor between an ant and a dog, it's just a little spherical blob thing that has none of those. So they both had they evolved, somewhat convergent evolution. Yes. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard, I saw mm-hmm. um, Stephen King's, not Stephen King, Stephen Hawking, different, <laughs> a bit very different, different of a guy. very different Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking's Into the Universe, which is a super fun documentary series. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about aliens, and he said that uh, he postulates aliens might not be quite so different than we think because it makes logical sense for creatures to evolve something like an eye right. or legs or something like and that. And to have the head at the front, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, who knows for sure? But now, now they still could look completely different otherwise. Like, oh, exactly. But uh, yeah, I I don't think they'd look so different, Mm-mm. unless they weren't carbon based. You know, they were silicon based or something like that. But that's a whole other show. That yeah, we'll save we'll, that for another we'll time. for another episode <laughs> called Alien Bites. <laughs> oh, speculative bites. for all the yeah for all the it has to be speculative. Like, what are all the real alien creatures? Uh, the unconfirmed uh. Martian bacteria, end of list. <laughs> Roswell? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's right. Diodon one has 65 million. Uh, yeah, I got to give this thing... Uh... I'm going to give it like 40 million personally. Like, it's cool. I wouldn't want to mess with it. But, I don't know. Dinosaurs are know. cooler, man. It made it, you know, it made an impression on me when I was a kid. I'm going to give it a 63. Oh, wow. Really close to perfect. Wow. It's, it's freaky. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool, though. It's like one of those things like, ah, if you saw it in real life, I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, I'm staying tr- away from that's that. That's true. Even if I saw a T-Rex, in real life my first thought would probably be like cool and then i'd go ah exactly <laughs> but for a dad i would just be ah from the get-go. because it's it's a mammal yeah so it's somewhat similar to us yeah but it's freaky looking like a dinosaur a t- like a t-rex is so alien yes compared to a human we just would like whoa as opposed to a giant pig like oh dear god that's horrifying <laughs> yeah like <laughs> if i saw this thing in real life my first thought would probably would be like whoa whose dog is that like <laughs> 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 Horrifying dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get the whole show, you can contact me at matchd at matthewdoncareer.com for any general questions to either co host. I forgot to say this last time, but you can follow me on social media at matthewdoncareer on Facebook, at matthewdon64 on Twitter, and matthewdon64 on Instagram. Uh, in terms of the stuff for me to plug, I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. Obviously, no diadon that is past the time of this. Uh, what have you got to plug, Stephen? I have. A website, stephencurrow.com, that's Stephen's but with a PH, um, where you can find the full list of my writing credentials. It's mostly just uh, haiku and a few short stories, though. Yes. I get, okay, I keep saying it's going to come out by the time this is. This is well, when is, when is this supposed to come out? It's supposed to come out around the end of June. Oh, well, so, then it's definitely out by, by the time By this, the time people listen to this, already. Yeah. This, but yes, yeah, so. uh, it's, a, it's a novelette, standalone novelette with Hereth Publishing called The Spark. It's a sci-fi dystopian story, and it's, it's super amazing. awesome. you got to look it up. It's the, <laughs> look, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's got a great twist. So. Well, thank you. That like, was, that's I was what I was going for. I was not seeing it coming. That's exactly what I was going for. So. Yeah, <laughs> like, I did, yeah, so... It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, also, I have another podcast. I forgot to say this last time, too. I have another podcast called The Rich Wits, where two twits talk about writing slash writing other stuff. It's pretty good. You can find out more about my other non-dinosaur-related works there. Got a Tesla book that either is coming out or 
Surely it's not out by this point. <laughs> well, if it is, I'll link it in the description. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see the as, test announced. As so. <laughs> of recording, I've not quite finished the draft yet, but I'm in. I'm really close. Like I'm. I'm at the climactic battle. So ah, excellent. So yeah, and then there's editing and all the other stuff. Anyways, all right. Well, that's it for this week. This is the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Uh, was the thing it does in the museum? I don't know. It's something weird like that. There. Oh, God, that hurt my throat. Gargling. Okay, there anyway. you go. Thank Bye. you, everybody. Bye. <laughs>